Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is happening, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. And we are back this time on a Monday night. And I hope every single one of you was able to have a great, great weekend. I know I did in some aspects, even though I've been either working or I've just been putting up sound foam. I'm trying to soundproof my room to try to get the sound quality a little bit better in my microphone in terms of me delivering any type of content through this. And also, it was my mom's birthday. Now, obviously, I'm not going to tell you how old she is now, but I wished her a great happy birthday And I want to thank you guys for supporting me and supporting her and giving her the shout-outs to her birthday as well. Even though I couldn't really spend enough time with her, I couldn't really spend any time with her because of COVID and all of that bullshit, I still tried to do what I can to either make her happy or make her content or, you know, do something. Like, do something because at the end of the day, it's my mom and I love her to delay. I'll always love her throughout the end of time. Mom, if you're listening to this, shout out to you, even though we're going to do another one. Shout out to you. I love you very much. Happy belated birthday. Happy birthday always and forever. I love you very much. Now, let's get into it, shall we? Today's episode of the podcast, we are going to talk about Suicide Squad. Not really a looking back episode. Well, sort of a looking back episode, but the only difference is I wanted to talk about David Ayer, the writer and director of the movie, and whether his cut of the Suicide Squad is actually necessary to do. Because let's face it, since it's now been confirmed that the Justice League Snyder Cut will be released on HBO Max next year in 2021, David Ayer came out and said that his cut is very close to be completed as well. But that just brings to my discussion here. Is it really necessary? And if so, how many other directors are actually going to do this? We're going to talk about that and more. All that plus our superhero quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get our shoutouts out of the way. As you know, I just gave a shoutout to my mom. But this other shoutout goes to Eris Quinones or Eris Quiznos. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that last name. He is the host and creator of Variant on YouTube. Variant is a platform where you get to know all of your knowledge and all of your stuff about comic book content. All your superheroes, all your supervillains, your teams, your verses, anything that you love from comic book content. Someone that is way more knowledgeable about it than I am. Aries Quinones is the guy for you. Very entertaining, good looking dude, great guy, knows his shit. He can give you comic book recommendations. He can give you what to watch what to read and his info is on point go to variant right now on youtube get you some and know once again they are not sponsoring me for doing this as i said before time and time again i give shout outs to people that i like and i give shout outs to people because it's a community that we're trying to build at the end of the day go to variant right now and look up aries quinones or aries quiznos to be exact I just saw the last episode that I saw was a alternate Spider-Man and there was so much that not even I knew about. 
So I get a lot of knowledge from him as well as doing my own. And I'm sure you'll love it too. Once again, go to Variant on YouTube. You are welcome. And now it's time to dive into our discussion. David Ayer's Suicide Squad, is it necessary for his cut to arrive? And that starts right in a bit. So the news have came in where David Ayer said that his cut of his movie, Suicide Squad, is close to being done. And also, according to him, he doesn't need 20 to $30 million like Zack Snyder has. And he doesn't need as much time like Zack Snyder to even complete the damn thing. That it's so close to finishing that fans would have to wait and see paraphrasing here a little bit and I have to think to myself is this really the new norm for directors to even have when it comes to movies that they've already produced that kind of have already failed or is it their way of trying to do something without studio interference this time you see a couple of years ago when the Justice League finished there was a lot of people that were pissed off. A lot of people that were pissed off because it was a combination of Zack Snyder and Joss Sweden. And you couldn't really tell whose movie did it truly belong to. I always say neither. It's not Joss Sweden's version, and it's definitely not Zack Snyder's full version until right now. Obviously, it is now reported that it's been confirmed for next year for 2021 on HBO Max. And all of a sudden, ever since this news dropped, David Ayer goes, Hey, hey man, hey, uh, I got my cut over here. I got my Suicide Squad cut. I can finish it in no time. You know what? I'll do it in a flash. No pun intended right there, little plug-in. <laughs> and it got me thinking, okay, I understand what you're trying to do, barely. But is this really necessary? You see, for the Justice League, there was a lot more demand with that movie because obviously it insinuates who the core characters are in one of the most greatest superhero teams ever alive. And there was a huge demand for this movie because a movement even got started, released a Snyder Cut movement. And it's been going on for years and years. And there have always been those two sides of people. Those who wanted the Snyder Cut, who believed that it existed so much that Zack Snyder kept on releasing footage and kept on releasing still shots and kept on releasing symbolism and portraits and things like that, insinuating without a fact that the Snyder Cut actually existed. But we wouldn't know when it would come out or if it would come out. And I spoke about it last time that I was one of those skeptic people that thought to myself, you know what? It's been a few years. If they would have done it, they could have done it by now. Well, I can be the first to admit that I'm eating my own words. Because, again, it's been confirmed. But now with the Suicide Squad, you have to think to yourself, and again, it reiterates the same question. Is that really necessary? A few years ago, after Batman v Superman did not do very well at the global box office, Warner Brothers got into panic mode. Because A, 
they tried to make sure that their properties, their property projects, would actually be in close to what's going on with Marvel, with the MCU, and B, they wanted to rush as much as they could to ensure that they secured their deal with all the sponsors and all the partnerships, including AT&T. Because it was literally around the same exact time that they tried to close that deal with one of the biggest corporations in the world. So they needed to rush everything through. They had to. They gave David Ayer six weeks to make the script. Six weeks to make a movie script, a screenplay. Now, I've only wrote in a screenplay once. It took me four months. And I can look back on it now and it is shite. It is hot garbage shite. But I never wrote a screenplay before in my life. Now, not to compare apples and oranges here or apples and bricks. I'm the brick and he's the apple. But for any director or writer to be given six weeks to make a movie is damn near impossible. And by impossible, I mean you're not going to get everything you want in the movie. You're not going to ensure that the structure of the narrative flows very well. You're not going to be on the same page with the actors that you've either hired or have casted. It's just, it's not there. And a lot of directors that think that they could do it in six weeks or less is actually fooling themselves. There's a reason why I've always been a strong advocate that you should never, ever rush a project either in pre, during, or post-production. And screenwriting is definitely one of them. So to continue on, Warner Brothers knew. They knew that they needed this to be rushed. And after Batman v Superman finished and everything was going well, they were about to wrap up. You saw the trailers. Everything was going according to plan. And yet... Warner Brothers got into a panic mode. So they said, alright, we're going to take over this project a little bit. And we're going to re-edit as much as we can. And we're going to do our reshoots. Call these actors back. Because we want this movie to be a little bit more lighthearted, Like the Avengers, like Marvel, like what they're doing over there. We want to ensure that our movies are a little bit more family friendly. So this way, it could get more audience. We can have more views. The children. Think about the children. Think about the families. And hey, our movies has to sell, right? Because we got our fan favorite, Harley Quinn, and we also got Will Smith. Huh, Will Smith and Marco Robbie together? And you got all these other cast members? And you got everybody else? All your fan favorites? Killer Croc, Captain Boomerang, and everybody else? Hell yeah! I don't know why my octaves are so high when I'm talking like an executive from Warner Brothers. <laughs> But you understand what I'm trying to say. Their plan backfired. And it backfired to a point where you can honestly say, God damn, like, what the fuck did you do? Fast forward a couple years later again. And now we have the chance to actually see or speculate that David Ayer has his cut and it could be finished and we can actually see it, supposedly speaking. But here's the thing, though. And this goes up to my point. It's not really necessary for us to watch because it's not really in high demand. Suicide Squad, as far as I'm concerned, there hasn't been a movement for it. There hasn't been actors to actually go on Instagram or Twitter or their social media posts to be like, we want the Suicide Squad, we want David Ayer's vision, we want all of this, we want it to be done right now. 
The only one that have really made a noise about it in terms of a negative aspect was Jared Leto. And he was the Joker. When we saw the movie, they literally cut 80 to 90% of his shit out. You mean to tell me when you saw the movie and you had a fan favorite like the Joker, even though it was different with the whole tattoo damage and all the massive tattoos on him and him being a mob boss and all that other extra shit that didn't really need to be needed. You mean to tell me that you had one of your best assets in your movie, you didn't even utilize him to your full capabilities? Are you fucking kidding me? So, right away, it just goes to show that the studios really had no idea what the fuck they were doing. Now, again, this brings to my point. Is this necessary for us to watch David Ayer's cut? And honestly, no, it's not. Because, and if you remember, there's going to be a new rebooted version of The Suicide Squad directed by James Gunn. And if you remember James Gunn, he was the director for Guardians of the Galaxies and other great projects. He's like a different version of Taika Waititi in a particular way. Great visual director, great visionary, great human being according to Dave Bautista. And I'm sure he already went into post-production with his rebooted version of The Suicide Squad. And I guarantee that if James Gunn didn't do that, if there was not a far cry to send the bat signal out and actually get The Suicide Squad to actually be rebooted from 2016 all the way till now, and it's only been a few years, we would not even be having this conversation. Now, at the end of the day, I'm not saying David Ayer shouldn't do it. He could do whatever the hell he wants. Obviously, he's making way more money than me. He makes his own decisions. And if he wants people to see his true vision on what the movies are supposed to be, on what his project was supposed to be viewed, more power to him. Go ahead. You do you, my friend. You do you. But at the end of the day, chances are it's going to confuse a lot of people if you're going to put your movie out there around the same time that James Gunn is going to put his movie out there, especially when the majority of the actors are in both films. And also, let's call the spade of spades here. The only one that can really make that call is Warner Brothers. I understand it's David Ayer's movie, but Warner Brothers is the one that holds the intellectual property on that movie. It's their brand. And if they decide that now is not the time to release a full version cut of David Ayer's Suicide Squad, there will be no need. They know that Justice League has a huge demand for it. They know people will go apeshit to watch that movie or documentary or however it is presented next year. Nobody is really talking about David Ayer's Suicide Squad unless... There are hardcore fanatics that loves the movie so much and is begging to watch the full cut. You go on Twitter and Instagram right now, what is it that people are mostly talking about in terms of what it is they're looking forward to? The Suicide Squad. Because who is directed from? James Gunn. And I can guarantee, even though the studio probably is going to try to interfere in some particular way, James Gunn will not be the type of person to allow that to happen. Whatever happens after that remains to be seen. So... To put everything in a bow, is Ayer's cut necessary for the Suicide Squad? No. Am I still going to watch it if it gets released? Probably. But, like anything else, we'll see what happens. That's all we have for today on Outside the Comments Volume 2 Podcast. 
Once again, thank you so much for your support. Let's continue to keep this ball rolling. If you like what you hear, continue to subscribe, continue to follow, continue to share. Share to the world, share to the universe, share it to everyone you know. Let's keep on growing, let's keep on rolling, let's keep on trucking, let's keep on doing what we do best and talk about comic book content. Quick announcement, within the next couple of days, I'm going to be on Stitcher, so that way you'll have another way of listening and also following. It's going to be the same name outside the Comics Volume 2. That way you can have different platforms if you don't like using Spotify for whatever reason, I'll be on Stitcher as well. I know that it's taken me a while to do it, but sometimes there's a method to my madness and I want to do everything when the time is right. Before we end this off, let's go to our superhero quote of the day. And this comes from Wonder Woman. What one does when faced with the truth is more difficult than you would think. And my reaction to that is, the best way to face against the truth and do what we can to accept it and deal with it is to move head on with it. What people choose to do with it is completely up to them. Because I know I do every single day of my life. Once again, thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, go to OTC Volume 2 on Twitter or Instagram. OTC Volume spelled out, the number 2, as you already know. Tune in next time for Wednesday night where we're going to talk about more news-related stuff or maybe a Looking Back episode or maybe a recommendation for a comic book that I've been reading thus far. Yeah, that'll be fun to interest you. Maybe some dark metal? Ooh, that'll be fun. Continue to stay safe. As of right now, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.